0: You are listening to the Give Me Five Podcast, Episode 153, Side feet. <laughs> Give Me Five podcast, a bi-weekly podcast reviewing the things you love today and the things you might have loved. Yes, well, you shouldn't have loved this yesterday. This is,
1: yeah. Oh, yes, you should.
0: <laughs> My name is Gene Freak. You noticed the sheriff's name was Gene Freak. Did you
1: notice oh, that? Yeah. Oh, God, yes.
0: My name is Gene Freak, and I'm joined by some green ooze. Glurb. And a vegetable broth. That's me. (laughs) This is a Side B episode, so this week we are going to talk about the 1990 piece of crap Troll 2. What? You heard me, son. (laughs) Just because we enjoyed it doesn't mean it's not a
2: piece of crap. This was the Citizen Kane... Oh, shut the hell up. No, ...of movies about goblins that are called troll that's called a troll
1: this is like the uh, <clears throat> Cleopatra of troll movies it is the Ben Hur of Goblin Cinema
2: yeah. there you go <laughs> the Zardoz of something
0: MK. yeah of post-apocalyptic films there you go. So, Dude. guys, this is... Re- oh, I'm just going to freaking do all the parts now. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. This is a review show, and there will be spoilers about a movie that came out in 1990. And frankly, if you haven't seen it, we're not very sorry.
0: Which, by the way, when this episode comes out, the day this episode comes out, it will be the 30th anniversary 13
1: years this uh should be entering some kind of hall of fame uh or at least getting an antique license plate that reads no bog
2: i really wish that that wasn't taken i looked it up
1: Oh, did you in florida it is
2: yeah it is bitch yeah I wonder if I can get it like on any of the like other license plates, get like a manatee license plate that says Nilbog. <laughs> I wonder if <laughs> you can just it's kill it's the person who it has it and then take it.
1: You, I was going to say you could just take it off their car.
2: That seems like it would be like a, a horror TV show thing. Be like this person was murdered, and then someone immediately grabbed their signature license plate the second it expired. That's how they figure out who did it. Yeah. So we'll never ever do that. I'm totally going to do it. Yeah. No. Not at all. Yeah, that'd be be awful. Who would do that? Okay, (laughs) Rob, tell everyone about Troll 2 real quick so that we can, you know, make fun of it for a while. Well, Troll 2 was
0: released, that's right, October 12th, 1990. At the time of this recording, we're actually five days away from the 30th anniversary. But like I said, when this comes out, it will
2: officially be the 30th (laughs) anniversary of this film. You better buy it a present, people. That's right. Did you forget it's thirtieth anniversary? Oh, you're sleeping on the oh, couch. Oh boy. What is that? The the uh pile of pile of crap anniversary? It's the uh green slime uh, mm. anniversary. Yeah the vegetable broth. Yes, anniversary. Anniversary. Yeah. It was directed by Claudio Fragasso.
0: And it was written by himself and his wife. And supposedly, they came. she came up with the idea after a bunch of her friends went vegetarian, which kind of explains a couple of things.
1: <laughs> oh, man. man. If you want to do something to celebrate the 30th anniversary of this film, go ahead and take that jug of milk that you got in your fridge and leave it out in the sun. There you go. And then when this episode is released, as you're listening to it right now, go ahead and crack open that hot jug of milk. And uh, drink that in honor of this episode. There you (laughs) go. This movie
0: stars Michael Paul Stevenson, George Hardy, Margot Prey, Connie Young, Robert Ormsby, and Deborah Reed. Yes. And the synopsis is a vacationing family discovers that the entire town they're visiting is inhabited by goblins disguised as humans who, yes, plan to eat them.
1: Okay. So hang on. They're on vacation, right? They are. What do they call it? Because there's a family that is taking their place.
0: An exchange, isn't it?
1: Family vacation
0: exchange. Family vacation exchange.
1: My ass would never do that.
0: I don't remember that being a thing in the 90s.
1: Like, let's trade the... Let's let's trade trade homes. ...our uh, technologically current home to uh, live like our friends the Amish. Yeah,
2: I don't... No, I, I don't think I would want to do that, too. I don't remember he- ever hearing of anyone else doing that.
1: Nope.
2: I mean, it was I mean, obviously, there's reality shows like Wife Swap and stuff.
1: Hey, buddy, here's the
2: keys to my house.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. We've got all the modern amenities. Like, it's like he didn't even know what to say. He was like, like running water, a microwave, and
2: they're driving off and he's still screaming out things. a track you- Player. Uh, what is it? Nineteen ninety. Millie Vanilli CDs. We have those.
1: Got some porno tapes under the bed. <laughs> Enjoy. Don't
2: touch the sock under there. <laughs> All right.
0: um, well, anyway. Honestly, this movie was not the movie I thought it was when I suggested this movie. I thought that (laughs) because we've talked about it so much, I thought that Troll Two was actually the movie Troll, and I and I never understood why people hated the movie so much. And I'm like, I actually kind of liked it. I thought it was a good movie, but I was thinking of Troll and not Troll Two.
1: Yeah, which uh, don't you talk about the title of this film real quick then? They originally, from what I understand,
0: they originally wanted to call the movie Goblins, but the studio, in order to capitalize on the popularity, because apparently the first Troll movie was fairly popular, I never knew, they they wanted to capitalize on the popularity of the Troll movie, so they're like, no, F that, we're not going to call it Goblins, we're going to call it Troll too.
2: What? Huh?
1: That, yes you you know you you say that and that's exactly what happened but now here we are 30 years later do you think and the director is still being blamed for it and it wasn't his fault actually no. like do you think that person stands by that decision they're like yeah
2: that was me We not here talking probably probably up in happens. the air yeah, it's probably up in the air for a while, but then when it took off and had its second life in like 2010-ish, when they made the the documentary about it, he's like, see? I knew.
1: It's about to have its third life. Dude, did you guys see the trailer for the movie I posted last night? Uh Mm-mm.
2: I did not. Is that I,
0: the the Blood Book or something? Blood of Books?
1: Remember, or whatever it was? That's Books of Blood. Uh that is a Clive Barker series coming out that Kerwin posted. But this is um under control, control, C-O-R-O-L-L, um, the film is about a woman who is possessed by the spirit of a goblin, um, actually starring George Hardy. Oh, shit. <laughs> Prizing his role uh, in the film, so definitely check that one out, too. That's going to bring, I think, even more life to this yeah and
2: oh, I, had a, I had a great time watching this it was man. another one of those movies where you get sad that you're not with people they, like oh this this movie would definitely be better watching it with people mm-hmm. like i at a certain point in this movie i paused it and started looking at projectors so that i could watch movies outside with everyone they're expensive as shit by the way Yeah. They are. <laughs> anyway mm-hmm. so let's so they do this this uh whatever it's called the the vacation exchange
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. vacation exchange
2: um and when they go to this town they they apparently end up in a town where all of the food is made out of uh, shamrock shakes and pistachio pudding and rotten milk gross yeah all oh, fucking green everything is green everything is like, you know, like there's bre- bread with frosting on it and whatever
1: frosting green it's like green toothpaste all over everything yeah, completely not appetizing at all.
0: Yeah. The, and, the, and we've already been introduced to the to the uh, overly aggressive grandfather who is not around anymore.
2: And the kids, for lack of a better word, crazy because he's seeing dead people. Yeah, seeing his grandfather who does the uh, the Princess Bride story reading shtick in the worst version of that type of uh, storytelling. You know, the the. the yeah. Let's let's have someone read a book and then you'll show it on the screen. Yeah, that's the worst version of it. And he's reading a story and he's he's unnecessarily intense about it too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Of course, have oh, the eighties. Well, even though it was made, it was made in the eighties, released in the nineties, but the eighties workout montage, uh, yeah. which in which they showed the girl working out in unnecessarily high cut um, underwear Le- slash leotard. leotard thing.
0: Yeah, and like. Bedtime. I'm like yeah. – I actually I actually wrote in my notes. I'm like, is she
2: working out like right before bed? That seems like a terrible idea. <laughs> and then they would cut away from the workout and show like a stuffed animal. And they cut away again and show like a poster in her room. And they mm-hmm. cut out and, and work. And then, of course, because there's a girl working uh, – is a theoretically a horror movie. There's a girl working out in her room. So there has to be the jump scare of the dudes looking in the window – which uh, that introduces us to her uh, loser boyfriend, who in pure 90s fashion, uh, she punches him in the testicles and calls him a homo. No, 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 no. He's she punches, punches him in that, the testicles and, and he says, says, says going to turn me into a homo. Yeah, because I think that's actually how it happened. So, so yep. apparently that's how people became gay. If you were ever hit in the testicles in middle school or high um, school. I'm pretty sure he was already gay.
0: Stop with your science, Rob. Um, uh, no, no, no! I'm talking about this uh, kid in particular. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he was gay. I even wrote that later on in the film when he was talking about getting to Holly and her lo- and her loser boyfriend. I'm like, you don't need to worry about Holly and her loser boyfriend. I'm pretty sure he's gay.
2: <laughs> yeah. So that introduces us to our lovely '80s family. And oh, there's also the father, uh, blonde guy, Mick. Uh, faded blue shirt or whatever. I why, forget his name. Why
0: did every time he talked I felt like I was watching like a bad 80s porn?
1: Because <laughs> none of them were actors. Like they all I I don't know, they all just over instead over-acted. of overacted. Instead of saying like I want to go to the store, they'd say I want to go to the store. You know, every line that w- was like that just over
0: Well, and the other thing the other thing I actually noted in my notes was that all of the dialogue in the movie, and it's very evident that the dialogue was written by somebody who was not familiar with the English language, because all of the dialogue in the movie was unnecessarily proper English for every instance. Like everything that, that like Holly said or everything that the dad said, it was like, it was like they spaced everything out and measured everything. It was, it was like, it was a stage play.
1: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It was just, it just every line was just no contractions. No. Right. <clears throat> right. and And I'm like, man,
2: why is, why is she
0: talking like that? When, when the mom leans down, and she's talking to her son about, about uh, forgetting grandpa or whatever. She's like, you must banish him from your mind. And I'm like, who the fuck talks to the kid like that?
2: What is? <laughs> well, the woman does, that plays the mom does look a little bit crazy. She, and she is a little crazy afterwards. It turns out that she actually kind of is. And I'm not yeah. trying to denigrate her because there is this documentary about her uh, or about the whole movie called Best Worst Movie. Mm -hmm. and they do visit her and she is uh, living in in, again not making fun of her mental illness is real if you have any problems of course go seek out help Uh, but she is living in a trailer somewhere in like New Mexico or something right or Utah or somewhere taking care of her mother yeah hopefully still because that was in the in 2010 Uh, and she is still waiting for the callback from the two movies that she was in troll Two being the second one and uh, you know tough life And, uh, you know, it sucks that she couldn't get help, though. You know, it's one because you watch Best Worst Movie and you're like, oh, this is going to be funny, funny. And then there's like that part in the middle where you're like, oh. Yeah. and and Is speaking to laugh of laugh anymore speaking of getting help, there was a dude that was actually in the movie that was like
0: let out <laughs> on a weekend pass. He was in a mental institution and they like let him out for weekends to go it was what like the mayor it was the mayor, right oh, no, it was the dude who owned the general store, the creepy guy who like poked his head around the door he was
2: like, mm. oh, no. <laughs> that's like the worst possible hey. thing, like okay, yeah. <laughs> You you get your weekend pass, you've done really well, remember all yeah, of your steps, Eggs. And don't go into a movie that has giant goblins. Well, he, okay, there, Just don't do that.
1: There's an interview with him. I don't believe the interview was actually part of the documentary, but there's an interview in where he acknowledges. He said, I was fucked up. I was awful <laughs> to a lot of people. He said he was smoking copious amounts of pot during the filming of this. He said he had no idea where they were going no idea who anyone was said the filming was absolutely miserable it was cold all the time and he said that the little boy joshua he said they had this little asshole mormon kid this film was uh shot in utah um this little asshole Mormon kid who was just so annoying. It was just so like, I'm the star of this, and everybody treated him like, well, he was the star of the movie, that there's the scene where he tries, he attempts to force feed the uh, the green slime. to the mm-hmm. And he's like, I wanted to shove it down his throat. I wanted to actually kill him. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, yeah, he was having a really, really, he was in a real tough spot. But um, actually, he wasn't even supposed to be the the lead for that part. Is is that right, Rob?
0: Yeah, it, uh, somebody didn't show up for work or something, so they're like, "Here, you get the part." <laughs> he was like, clerk. Okay. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah." He, he played a totally convincing uh, and
0: and all of the people who showed up to audition. Who got, they all showed up, you know, wanting to try out to be extras and then found out that, hey, you guys got the the, the main roles. And they were like, uh, what? They're like, cool. Okay.
1: Uh, all right, I guess. Let's do this. And you can tell. Oh, God. Yes.
0: Everything about this movie. Yeah. I mean, um, from the acting to the writing, the directing, the dialogue, it's just every—it's just a pile of shit. But it's a pile of shit that you can enjoy lighting on fire and watching burn. Yeah, it's
1: a very <laughs> enjoyable pile of shit. And I mean, there there are some very memorable lines from this movie. Um, upon their arrival and and getting settled into Nilbog. Which actually, let's hear about a, uh, a little bit about the uh, the name of the town here, real quick. Grandpa, Grandpa Seth! are you there? <laughs> no it's spelled backwards. This is their kingdom. there, it is their kingdom. Their kingdom. kingdom. Their kingdom, goblin kingdom, in a movie called Troll Two.
2: This movie and that backwards name thing single-handedly made goblins one of my favorite creatures. It actually made them jump over
1: orcs somehow. Wow. Um, it did. Can can I, I? I need to admit something to you guys. Um, the first time I saw this movie, it scared the shit out of me. So, <laughs> for, for, for you. It made goblins cool, but for me, it fucking terrified. It it stuck with me. I mean, it was trolls uh, from Willow, but trolls on the bridge seemed to scare the shit out of me. And then it was goblins from this movie. Those little bastards were evil and scary looking. <laughs> F and potato sacks for my very. I must have been four or five. No, let's see. I would have been six. So I was six when this movie came out. Probably seven.
2: Like somewhere around that time, your mom actually tried to hand you like uh, a uh, shamrock shake, and you smacked it out of her hand, thinking she was trying trying to turn you into like a tree.
1: Well, I drank curdled milk all the time, so that was
2: oh, cute. so you were immune. It's, just, it's yogurt. It's yogurt.
1: Yeah. I used to eat cottage cheese. Now,
2: I still- I, I've, since, since you did just play a clip, and oh. and now now you guys out there, if you don't know, know why we've been saying Nilbog all the time. Uh, the part uh, that we were kind of okay. sort of getting to with the, the, the terrible acting and the weird writing mm-hmm. and the weird story and the eating of food and all that stuff is a very infamous scene involving uh, peeing on a table
1: and so Joshua is he's just trying to do do what's best. He's trying to save and, his family. Uh grandpa Seth gives him like thirty seconds of magical dead guy time to yeah. to figure out how to keep his family from eating this uh absolutely just Disgusting looking food. And if that was
2: my house, they would have all been dead at that point because, like, thirty seconds, of dinner is usually done at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I eat pretty fast. My like, I ate an entire Belgian waffle tonight in less than a minute. <laughs> well, let <that, laughs> right,
1: right, right. Well, uh, we'll see what Joshua, um, Joshua's father, thinks of the back.
0: Do you see this writing?
1: He's uh, carrying Josh around over. Do you shortly. know what it means.
2: Now, are you able to pause that for a moment? We didn't actually say what he's doing because it's going to be a little strange how how he stopped it. Yeah. So he decides to stop everyone eating not just by saying, hey, guys, don't eat the food or this looks like it's been out for a while or it might be spoiled or it's all fucking green. He decides instead to stand up, proudly unzip his pants and then they and pee on all the food. Yeah, uh, they do a cutaway because, you know, laws. Uh, shown a little child yeah. pornography, and yeah. um, and then of course they cut away, uh, and you see the family then in the kitchen scraping food into the garbage can, and this is this is where the the uh, clip happens.
1: Smells like pee. <laughs> so it's gonna play that you again. See this writing? Uh, but the writing he's referring you know to the previous family has written their Host- their names. Hospitality. And you can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it.
2: What are you going to do to me, Daddy? Tighten my belt by
0: one loop so I don't feel hunger pains, and you'll <laughs> have to do likewise. Okay, Joshua, you want to get rough with me? You want to show me that you don't like the choice of this house for our vacation by going on a hunger strike? Well, I'll accept the challenge, but just remember, when I was your age, I really did suffer from hunger. We'll see who gets through this, but just remember, I've got more practice than you. I'll see you tomorrow. But just remember.
1: What are you going to do to me, Daddy?
2: I'm tightening uh, my belt by one knot. What? What you're doing? What? Yeah. What do you get? Uncomfortable. For? Yeah. Yeah. The tightening the belt thing was messed up. the The whole like I kind of understand it. Like there has been moments where I've been you know, angry at my child, and I want to yell at them, and I end up going off on a tangent that is not quite what I meant to say. <laughs> Right, like try to give him some sort of story about why what he did was wrong, but yeah, the hospitality thing is weird. Like going right from that, like have a, just don't pee on the food. Maybe that's the way to go. Let
1: me tell you, okay. when I was your age, son, my parents used to buy me these pencils, and they were they were made out of plastic, and you had to load the lead into it, but it wasn't lead; it was graphite. And every time <laughs> a click went out too far it broke, when you touched a pencil to the paper, and it pissed me off. Yeah. I won't let you piss on it. I'm gonna piss on
0: you. And and when when he's carrying Joshua up the stairs to to yell at him and tell him that he's tightening his belt, um, the mom is yelling up after them. Don't hurt him. Don't beat him. Don't don't beat him. He's just a boy. I'm like, how abusive is this guy? What the- <laughs> what's going on here?
1: And in all fairness to uh, the actor George Hardy, um, who's been in quite, quite a few films. I don't think any film that he's been in hasn't referenced troll to in some way. And he, he's fully embraced it. Um, he gets it. Yeah. We talk about the, the documentary best worst movie. Um, he's, he's pretty much the main subject aside from the kid, Joshua, but uh He totally gets it. He totally embraces it. And he seems like a a super cool laid back dude. And uh, I can't wait to see this under control movie uh, Mm -hmm. as well, where they are very in the trailer. They are very obviously making fun of it. So um, yeah, at least at least it's got that going for it.
2: Yeah. The one moment where I was super excited about this, movie was the kid uh, was in fact wearing geo joe pajamas the next day yeah he was yeah i was like oh sweet geo joe uh and yeah they uh there was something else that i put in the notes that i that i thought
0: you would that that you would like um Oh. oh on on the wall of joshua's room early in the movie there's mm-hmm. a picture of the Joker by Brian Bolland from the book. Oh, yeah. I I think get, I like... Did you notice that?
2: <laughs> uh yes, actually. I I not I didn't notice it the second time. I've I've seen this movie many times. Why, I don't know. But I have.
1: Uh it's okay man, I, I don't know if it's that I've I've seen it so many times or it's just so damn memorable. Mm-hmm. I could almost I, I I could quote most of this movie. Uh, it's just that badly good oh god
2: (laughs) there's there's a sequence in a barn that I wanted to talk to because it being the 90s and us going into a barn that was filled with well not the barn part but the fact that everything was filled with like green slime to me all I could think about was like maybe they shot an episode of Double Dare here or uh, you can't do that on television
1: Uh, you can do that on television yes but what it,
2: of course really was was this uh, whole sequence in which uh pe- basically you f- you figure out what the goblins are doing they're poisoning people turning them into Food. tree human hybrids no. because, because they're vegetarians which we Fuck talked about briefly yeah they're vegetarians and rather than just grow vegetables and rather than just you know as you said grow vegetables or just eat the vegetables that are already growing. They have to turn people into vegetables and then eat them by feeding them green slime or turn them into green slime type vegetable stuff. Uh, so that, that yeah, old story is weird. Slime to turn them now,
1: into green slime.
2: Now, is this the other, is this where the other clip clip happened? Where the, the nerdy guy sees someone get turned into.
0: Yeah. Um, well, that was, that was after he, he's, <laughs> so the, the, the kid and his, fr- the, the boyfriend who's a douchebag uh, brings like a bunch of buddies and they have like this weird, like. Gay relationship thing going on in the Winnebago or whatever, because they were all um, hitting the testicles by their girlfriends. Well, apparently, um, well, one of the guys goes out to smoke and he sees this girl running through the woods and he's and he's like, oh my god, it's a girl because they're there to meet the girls, right? And he goes running after her and he's like, why are you running? Why are you running? And she's running away. So of course, naturally, your response is to just tackle her, right? That's that's what you do. You just you just tackle
1: people who are running away from you. Yep. Bloody people in the woods.
0: Yeah, fucking idiot. And he gets oh, I I love that. He 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 tries to help her out. He gets stabbed, and they they go looking for help. And and they show up to this house, and the lady just is like, "Oh no, I know what you need." And she goes and gets some broth, and is like, "Drink this broth." And I'm like, "Bitch, I'm bleeding here. (laughs) What the hell is the broth going to
1: do for me?" Never accept a smoking drink. From a witch, and <laughs> a, ca- a cabin, you will. Uh, you'll you'll meet the the fate of our friend. They're
0: eating her, and they're going to eat me. Oh my god!
2: Wow. Now, I've oh. never been eaten. But I'm pretty sure I would act better than that. Let, let's play a game. Yeah. Jimmy, I want, hear, I want to hear you. How would you deliver that line?
1: I'm not going to do that. There are people sleeping in my house. Oh. I don't need to pull stuff on here. You have to scream, oh God. <laughs> like that.
2: I would be like, what the fuck? I'm getting out of here. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know. I'm not even talking to anybody so I would just leave. I well, think that's. Well, to be fair, I think at that point he was already paralyzed. He, oh yeah, he, he
0: does
1: talk about that right before. Already he becoming uh, but, cemented into the ground.
0: But but I, but I got I got to be honest, if I'm walking into a to an unknown house and I see this weird glowing obelisk and a a potion, a bubbling potion that's like spewing smoke on a table, yeah, I'm probably going to go find another place to go into. You were lying. You would totally. You would totally go there.
1: Well, you guys can can both do that, but I'm I'm gonna say I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tackle anybody in the woods.
0: Well, there's that too. I'm, yeah, some bloody girl in the woods. You're not gonna be like, hey, wait, and then tackle her. Nope.
2: You'd be like, Rob would be like, where'd you get that obelisk? I don't have one of those yet.
0: Where can I get that?
2: Yeah, got it. Uh, uh, Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> Is it a Target exclusive? <laughs> Fuck target exclusives. <laughs> yeah, so th- this movie is is famous for being bad. So we're we're gonna just keep going here. Uh, well, we're, we're, what else you guys we got? can't
1: go any further without talking about the the amazing look from that era. You had to have a dance scene. Oh my god, <laughs> and we got one, man! I'm I'm watching this movie. You get about halfway through, and you go, "Fuck!" There hasn't been a dance scene yet. <laughs> I need a goddamn scene. and then dancing. you get one, and it delivers so hard. Uh, this is um, at the point where Grandpa Seth gets his uh, his lines mixed up, and he appears to uh, Connie or Bonnie or whatever the hell her name is, but she does this amazing oh. dance, sure, where she does the um, the <sighs> I like. Would you believe that whole dance was improvised? No, get out here. Yeah, you don't <laughs> dance that good, and then call it improv. Whatever. <laughs> oh
0: my god! It, it, I I mean, I kind of get the impression that the director was like,
1: "Go shake, go shake, go do a sexy dance for me, American girl." As he's smoking his <laughs> cigarette, a, a cigarette at the end of one of those like long, long plastic things, He's beret. <laughs> I'm your friend. You don't know what I'm saying. I don't care. Oh my god. Go make a it. a was dance for me, American girl. Go make to, now he's got like a Eastern European accent. I don't
0: and and the hilarious thing was when they tried to like correct the dialogue and be like, no, people wouldn't talk like, like this. They would cool. talk this way. He, he would say, I know American. I know American. You do how I I'm say. Right. And then none of them were actors, so they didn't know any better. They were like, okay, I guess he knows what he's doing.
1: And And this is middle America, ladies and gentlemen. Utah. (laughs) Whatever that is.
0: And then Grandpa shows up looking for Joshua. Geometry Scares the shit out of Holly. And, And my first thought when that happened, I was like, was... So that was basically a spirit missile. Is that what happened Peace there? He was looking
1: for Josh, <laughs> he was looking for Josh Wrong
0: and room. Then, and then of course I'm sitting there watching it with my friend Jimmy. And and of course I, I start quoting space balls. I'm like, I told you never call me on this wall. <laughs> this <laughs> is an unlisted wall. <laughs> it was just so dumb. But that dance scene. <laughs>
1: That dance scene was epic. Go make My ass. I don't believe that for a second. (laughs) The whole,
0: the whole like thriller portion? Yeah.
1: We're, uh, so introduced very shortly after that to Sheriff Gene Freak. (laughs) Why? Like, he wasn't overly creepy. He just, his name was Gene Freak.
0: Yeah. His name was Gene Freak. And he picked up a boy wearing like way too short shorts. Yeah.
1: It was, I mean you, you kinda touched on it a little bit. The the whole reason that Elliot brought his friends were along were that they somehow got it into their heads that this town uh that's just a speck on the map was filled with like hot virgins. That woman there, super hot Utah old American boy bodies. And, uh, yeah. He, this guy gets in the car with Sheriff Gene Freak. He's, oh man, we just came down here for the girls. And you just, Gene Freak just starts laughing and he's like, ha, ha, ha girls. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah.
0: And and don't forget that the entire the, the like the whole first day or two that they're there they're just hanging out in the Winnebago watching TV or playing games or whatever and sleeping in the same bed with no clothes on I'm like what the f- the hell is going on in this thing Different
1: man times man it was 1990 and <laughs> oh, God So there's that and I just wrote fucking vegetarians on my my <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's this movie you you said it was it was written based on the experience that the the director had with his wife becoming vegetarian.
0: No 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 the 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 wife is the one who primarily wrote it. The director helped. Um but the wife got the idea for the script when a lot of her friends became vegetarians. Well,
1: it certainly wasn't pro-vegetarian. This this wasn't a a good light on on the vegetarians. they they're all
0: no. Well, you know, it was it was the whole oh well you know don't eat meat because then we can't eat you. It's like well, but I'm meat. What
1: are you? What? Okay, so I'll just keep eating meat then. Yeah, I'm I want like, eat you in your fucking. Greg, you're muted. What are you gonna do to me? So, uh, this this anti vegetarian propaganda in the film.
2: Yeah, the there was a lot of food stuff in this and uh, beyond the vegetarian stuff. Yeah, and it's uh, yes. Pop and I must have been hungry or that's just all the movie was providing for me because I kept on like like popcorn. <laughs> <Turn to plant. laughs> corn sex. <laughs> and at a certain point, I probably shouldn't have said this after I said corn sex, but um at a certain point when they're like, they're like forcing people to eat. And I was like, man, they, p- these townspeople are all my freaking grandmother. My grandmother would be like, oh, have more food. Like, You're typical, yeah, typical Jewish grandmother. Me. Um, she If she learned that you liked food, a certain food, you would have that food every day for the rest of your life. Like, I told her once that I liked oranges, and I, I shit you not, whenever she came to visit, I would have a cut-up orange waiting for me every breakfast shit. when she was visiting. she
1: was wrong, dude. Like, uh, uh, baby back ribs, they're my for
2: breakfast. <laughs> I like chocolate cake.
1: Yeah, I, I
2: do. I, I, I do enjoy a good slow smoked brisket. <laughs> my, my grandmother would be up smoking a brisket all night long, uh,
0: every night. Yeah. Crawfish You
2: <laughs> um, Come out and she just opens up the newspaper and dumps the all the the new potatoes and yeah, that, that's exactly what would happen. Uh, rest in peace, Grandma. She's gonna haunt my- me now. And she's gonna force me to drink like weird goblin night. Yeah,
1: I, I was really hoping that um, the the witch lady who who shows up to the RV um, with the she needs to brush her super teeth super sexy popcorn. I was hoping she was gonna shove the popcorn up the kids' butt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have gone there. I don't think.
1: I did. <laughs> These kids were fucking annoying, man.
0: Yeah, well, that's work. true.
2: That's
1: true.
0: I I kind of half expected her to like jam it into his ear like some kind of like lobotomy thing.
2: And there was the where he ends up covered in popcorn. No more, no, no more, more
1: popcorn. He yeah, he he comes out cleaner than anybody else in the film, right? He got to have sex with him, some some witch lady, and he.
0: Uh, once she cleaned up, wasn't half bad. It, I will popcorn,
1: say, and then he was fine. Yeah, did she take his life force or something? But he was just like, yeah, cool. I'm <laughs> myself now. all the popcorn I once ever want, and uh...
0: <laughs> and and he's done. He's, <laughs> he's good. not a
1: virgin anymore. Got, uh, even
0: though, even though I'm pretty sure she had like witch herpes around her mouth. What the hell? I, I, I did that. write. I actually did write witch herpes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> right after these people are all my grandmother <laughs> wrote for piece. <turkeys. laughs> <laughs> smug grandpa arrives and then oh yeah this is here's my controversial statement I just don't trust country folk uh, that's yeah. probably a good good uh, I don't I don't trust I don't trust them I've driven across this country many times so
1: I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't stop anywhere that I see a, a sign that says roll tide
2: Ooh. Auburn fans now are going to like or, the show uh,
1: Good work. or anywhere in, in South Carolina.
2: Uh, I've seen some places in South Carolina there, the, the non big cities in Texas are a little scary. Those are the, those are the areas where you're like, if my car breaks down, I'm going to die. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's not from just the people that's from the, like, you know, nothing forever. Uh, there was a little, yeah, a little bit of sexy music around this point that uh, that would definitely went on a little way too long. Um, and then there was, of course, a bologna sandwich.
1: It, it turned it, out to I, be. I think Rob, you had something to, you oh. had something to say about the music.
0: Oh, the you, you're talking about the the composer yeah. who did the music yeah. that, it, the the music was entirely composed on a um, oh, what was the brand of that? It was a the keyboard Casio. Uh, on a Korg M1 synthesizer. Yes. Korg M1 synthesizer. And in fact, one of the compositions is nothing more than a sped-up Korg M1 demo track.
1: Yeah. He
0: just played the demo track and sped it up. I bet
1: you could pick which one that is. That's got to be some running through the woods bullshit. Probably. Mm
2: -hmm. The the, the, the music was definitely not... For a horror movie, but this, of course, wasn't supposed to be a horror movie. It was definitely more up tempo kind of yeah, it was it was goofy it was more goofy. cheesy, yeah,
0: and i gotta say for for the most part, after watching the um the documentary about it, the actors and most of the people involved knew exactly what this was. They knew that this was a total steaming heap of garbage, yeah. and they've embraced it. There are some exceptions though. And I think part of that is because that one girl is kind of crazy, Mar- uh, Margot Prey, the girl who played the mom. Yeah, yep. Yeah. She, I, I don't know that she's. I, she just seemed a little out there, and I don't know that she like really recognized that the movie was kind of like total garbage. But the the director himself actually starts off. Uh, where was it? What what was it he said about it? I said that he flip-flopped on it. He initially – oh, God, this is terrible. The director seems to flip-flop on acknowledging that he laid a giant turd. That's what I said. He starts out by saying that doing a movie that is so bad is almost an achievement in itself – but later he later on in the- in the same documentary he's getting all ruffled when people talk about how bad it is, and says he made a good movie and actually, at one point he went to one of the conventions where the actors were, were like answering questions and stuff and heckled the actors and told them that they didn't know how to act because he made a good movie, <laughs> like dude, no, you're wrong that it, it was
1: not yes, a good movie. you sir, with the long cigarette,
0: yes. And the beret, <laughs> and the Eastern European accent. Yep. <laughs> Go make sexy dance.
1: Flip <laughs> your hands upside down and pretend you're the Batman. Yes, <laughs> all Americans do that. Yes, <laughs> yes. We, we just walk around like that. It's very <laughs> true. <laughs>
2: Oh. Check check the notes here. See what else I
1: wrote down. Here. I, I, haven't I had really not got anything um, extra on that. There there is a scene where a goblin does get quick kicked square between the legs between his little goblin legs, and now he's clearly gay. goblin doesn't have an artist, uh, because the goblin doesn't react to getting. Kicked. And, of course, double-decker bologna sandwich. Yeah,
2: that's how they thats how they finish him.
1: Yep. He just eats a sandwich in the faces of the uh, children of the Lord of the Magic Rock.
2: Yeah, which means that they can't eat him because he becomes poisonous to them, which I don't understand. If he is made... Uh, I don't...
1: There's... Logic. Nobody said right? there was fucking any logic in this movie.
0: Yeah. My, my person, one of my personal favorites. I mean, there's a lot in this movie, believe me. But when, when grandpa Seth and Joshua are trying to break it up and grandpa hands, Joshua a Molotov cocktail. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you remember that part? Oh yeah. And he's like, here, you take this and I'll take this and we'll go confuse them. And I'm like, wait, you've got a fire extinguisher. Are are you going to have him throw that set shit on fire and then you're going to put it out? He's like, is that, eight. Is that what we're doing? You're going to have him set shit on fire. You're going to put it out. And that's what's going to confuse him. I'm like, are you kidding?
2: <laughs> also, maybe grandpa should take the Molotov cocktail. <laughs> probably. Probably. Yeah, just saying.
0: But grandpa just got back. He's not dead anymore. He doesn't want to. They don't want to you do be that. Like, oh,
1: Grandpa's back. Can he save us from the fire? <laughs> Thank
2: you, fireman Seth. Yeah, this uh yeah. I'm always intrigued about these terrible movies just in general like at what point do the people in the movie that didn't work on the creative aspect of the movie realize uh oh. But of course in these in this case all of these people were excited because like none of them were actors as we've said a million times. All right. But You know, it's definitely gone down in history as one of the uh, worst movies ever. And then and then the story
0: about you guys heard the story about Joshua, um, the kid who played Joshua, get it, had never seen the movie. And then one year for Christmas, he got the VHS copy of it and he had never seen it. And he had it at Christmas. He plugged it into the VCR and the whole family watched it. And he and his reaction was. I was so embarrassed. He's like, I, well, I took that out. I threw it away. I wanted to burn it. I never wanted to see it again. Blah blah blah. I was like, oh my
1: god, that was what a horrible Christmas. I was gonna hold a don' package <laughs> marijuana. Didn't ruin yeah. Any of
0: Yeah, yeah. Total shit show from start to from start to finish. And none of them initially. None of them were proud. That they had done this movie. But as, as it's gone on and as it's kind of gotten, you know, created a life of its own, they've just been amazed about the, the outpouring of affection that they've received from people on this friggin' movie. And, you know, no accounting for taste, but it it hasn't, it has established somewhat of a cult status in a lot of places i mean they've they've had they've had like midnight showings they're they're doing it like freaking rocky horror picture show where they've got like people coming in and they all talk it it's like a total mst3k vibe but it's yeah and they're just they're just
2: amazed by how popular this is and that people love having them around and asking them questions and having them do stuff i'm looking at uh, other movies this guy did the uh claudio fragasso he actually oh, okay. has a movie in post-production right now called Karate Man. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did a movie. The next movie he did um, after this was uh, – I can't, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's Testy Rosate. It's spelled like Testies Rosate. It's, and it's got a giant swastika on the front cover uh, and a movie called After Death, which came out right before Troll 2. Okay. Which, which I kind of want to see. The cover actually looks good, which means it's going to be terrible. Uh, Karate Man – uh Has a, <laughs> the poster has a it's a karate man of course, and then it's got a karate guy on it, and in giant letters, a yeah. film by Claudio Fragasso. Like that's a selling yeah, point. Yeah,
1: it's just some dude that wakes up and goes to karate class, and then comes home at night. <laughs> so, karate man. Can't.
2: There's no there's no uh, um story or no synopsis on this, so we will have to see what happens on that. <sighs> Does that take us out of Troll Two? Is there more fun, ridiculous, stupid trivia?
0: Um, let's see. Let's let's roll through this. All this. Uh... we talked about that, we oh the the kid when he was turning into a plant,
2: <laughs>
0: you know that they actually ruined his shoes and screwed him into that pot mm. so that he so that he didn't move around, and they they made him stand there in tree makeup for fourteen hours. <laughs>
2: Tree makeup actually didn't look terrible. So it, it, ever since uh, that one uh, short film with Stephen King slowly turning into like a moss creature, mm-hmm. um, like the idea of turning into a plant or like anytime you see those weird ass stories of like someone that gets a seed in them and they realize that it like actually grew in their body, that kind of shit. Uh-huh. Um, that freaks me out because i feel like that would hurt but
0: can you imagine having to stand with your feet screwed on screwed into the floor for
2: 14 hours jesus christ oh sorry (laughs) is that wrong yeah nail to a thing is that offensive i don't know anyway yeah that would would suck because he was he was he was on a wall wasn't he like he was up in the air wasn't he jesus no uh Steve or whatever the hell his name is. No, he was in Ar- uh Arnold I believe. He was in the middle of the floor in a oh, pot. I thought he was on a
0: I thought he had a pot in his hand. No, he had a cup in his hand. But Uh-oh. when when she when she she basically planted him, I guess. And they they put his uh they put his feet in a pot and because remember his buddy was trying to slide him out the door. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So he was he was in this in this planter pot and they had, like, screwed his shoes to the to the bottom of the pot so that he wouldn't move around, and they just left him there for, like, 14
2: friggin' hours. Hey. Well, we're talking about him now, so I guess it was worth it. If he doesn't have, like, you know, permanent planter's warts or something. <laughs> yeah. So does that, sure take that take us... Go, yeah. Does that uh, take us out of Troll 2? I think it does. Looking forward to Troll Three. Oh
1: yeah, Troll Three, man, bring it on.
2: <laughs> I, I
0: I really want to clean my palette and go watch Troll. Oh, also of note, if you look up IMDb, there is a character who is credited as Troll Number Two. As what? So there actually was a Troll in the movie. There's a char- There's oh. there's an actor who was credited in as Troll Number Two. It's
1: Italian. Something got lost in translation there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I think that's enough of troll too. Cool. And that, that will take us to our question. Ooh. And our question this week is, I want to know your top five dumbest movie lines.
2: This question was interesting because last week, a stupid movie line actually knocked one of my fart uh, examples off of my list. Really? So I now get to talk about it this time, potentially. But as per usual, we we got uh, the three of us. Did anyone write any in? Nobody did. No one? Did anybody call in? Nope. Nope. Yeah, our patrons are thing? letting us down, yeah. and, and I actually yeah. sent it earlier than I normally do. I sent it last night. Yeah, we can. Well, patrons let us down, so Jimmy, yes, sir. You're doing it for them.
1: All right, and I'm going to take one for the team. Or you're five. doing them. Rather, I'm I'm doing the patrons. My number five is from a film that I haven't seen. But I find this line hilarious, and it's uh, it's very Steven Seagal-like. I'm going to take <laughs> you to the bank, Senator Trent. To the blood bank. The blood bank. That's from the film Hard to Kill. And I'm sure it won't be hard to pass that one up. Number four is, <laughs> it's turkey time. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> the <most mysterious laughs> line.
0: I'm, she's trying to seduce a guy when she says it which is hilarious
1: G Lee starring Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez number three is going to be you can't piss on hospitality I won't allow it <laughs> control two. my number two is I did not hit her it's not true it's bullshit I did not hit her I did not oh hi Mark in the room, yep, and my number one is a young Anakin Skywalker. Oh, god, yippee! Yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah, I know the part because
0: yep. <laughs> I was watching that movie and I was like,
1: yippee. I was young. I saw that in the theater at midnight. It was probably the first midnight showing I've ever seen of a movie. And when Anakin slides off the counter, this is the Phantom Minutes, yeah, yeah, and very clearly does not say anything. Uh, he he doesn't mouth it, so it was added in post. Exclaims, "Yippee!" And it took. My young ass out of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like what? For the rest of the movie, I was just going, "What? Nobody says you be not on this planet or any other planet." So that is my top five list for ya. Who's next? Nice. I
2: was. I always did realize that that was not <laughs> that he wasn't uh, actually saying yeah, that what? because it, sound, it sounds different than the rest There's of the a movie
1: two and a half hour loop on youtube i watched them
2: i got through four of them before i had to stop it you yep. sent it uh, i guess i will go i'm going to start off with the one that uh that got that knocked a fart off of i think so fart. it's going to be an Let's honorable go, mention yep uh and austin powers farts in a lot of china's hot tub he does. Pardon me for being rude. It was not me. It was my food. It just popped up to say hello, but it's gone back down below. And it was just such a weird little poem, which I know it's probably like some saying in some country and all that, but it just came out of nowhere. Not mm-hmm. to mention, it was it, there was also the, uh, you broke wind before me. Oh, I didn't know it was your job. It was just clumsily written. Spoiled. I didn't know it was your turn, baby. Yeah, that's what it was. it was. It was written for the joke, and it was obvious, but it didn't quite go into my worst ever. My worst ever, starting at number five... Literally everything uh, Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger said in Batman and Robin. Oh, God. Including, let's kick some ice. Yeah. Tonight's forecast, a freeze is coming. Tonight, hell freezes over. I had to watch all these, by the way. Allow me to break the ice. Cool cool party. All right, everyone, chill. And you're not sending me to the cooler. Oh, and the Iceman coming. I got
1: more and more Arnold as he went on. And then the last one was just... Austrian Mike Tyson. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I gathered up more saliva in my mouth than I wanted to as uh, I was doing it. So I, I ended up with Austrian Mike Tyson. Uh, number four, apparently Brandon Lee was in a movie called Showdown in Little Tokyo. Oh, God. Yeah. Which I need to see no. now. At some point, it will, we yeah. will watch it, uh, but not there, well, in October. There's Tia Carrera in that movie. It's, yeah. I like her. Uh, and the line is, Kenner, in case we get killed, I just wanted to tell you, you have the biggest dick I've ever on seen a on man. a man. Which is,
1: which is man. weird
2: in two ways. Yeah. You have the biggest dick I've ever seen on a cactus. <laughs> I guess on a horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, that's number uh, Brandon Lee in Showdown, A Little Tokyo. Uh, Number three, take a bucket of piss and call it Granny's Peach Tea. Take a weapon of assassination and call it deterrence. You won't fool a fly or me. I'm not going to drink it. Lex Luthor in Batman versus Superman. Yeah, that made no sense to me whatsoever. Again, that was uh, the line was in there for the later uh, quote unquote joke. Number two, Anakin in Attack of the Clones, but a different one. I don't like Hmm. Sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating. It gets everywhere. So, yeah the the You're Anakin fine. disliking sand. Anakin really doesn't like chafing, is what he's saying. And number one, uh, in the X Men. <laughs> oh my fucking god! Storm, Halle Berry, I believe, right off of winning an Academy Award. No, uh, before right. This was before she won an Academy Award, a couple of years before. Uh, do you know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? The same thing that happens to everything else in Eggman.
0: And the really ironic thing is that line would have worked if they just would have left it unanswered. If she'd have just asked, Do you know what happens to a toad when it gets struck by lightning? and left it there, mm-hmm. the line would have worked. It would have been fine, but then she added that extra little bit on the end, and I'm like, "That's the dumbest fucking thing I think I've heard." I don't what mm-hmm. what is is that a threat? I don't. Under, I'm confused. I don't get it. it. And literally, that line took me out of that movie. I was like,
2: "What?" Yeah. I'm sitting in the theater going, "That that is so stupid." And that line was written. With it, the line is so bad that we know who wrote it because they, he's talked about it. It was written by Joss Whedon, who was who was brought in to add jokes to the script. Yeah, that was a swing and a miss. Yeah. So that's my number one. Excellent. I'm intrigued well, I guess, to see what ends up with you guys. I guess I'll give you my five.
0: <sighs> At number five, there there were a lot of things wrong with this movie. But I'm going to put Optimus Prime in there. Ooh. Give me your face. Give me your face. <laughs> as he's cutting some Decepticon's head off. Oh. At number 4, I've got It's time we show It's time we show the Fire Nation that we believe in our beliefs as much as they believe in theirs. Yeah. What? Well said.
1: You
2: do
0: Okay, sure.
2: I actually feel the the Fire Nation believes in their beliefs a little more than I believe in mine. Okay, in
0: Retreat. all honesty, yeah. At <laughs> <laughs> number three, I've got yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're trying to get the mutagen and he's talking to his goons and he says we will drain every last ounce of their blood even if it kills them
1: <laughs> yeah, it would.
0: what i'm yeah i'm 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 pretty sure that'll do the trick um all right sure my number 2 Yeah, I got to go with Troll 2 for number two. But it's not the one that you guys said. Mine is the... the My, my WTF moment in in Troll 2 for the dialogue was the tightening my belt line. Ah, uh, yeah. When he's like, what are you going to do to me, Daddy? I'm tightening my belt by one notch so I don't feel hunger pain.
2: What? Can we just get a moratorium on ever hearing Rob say, what are you going to do to me, Daddy, ever again? <laughs> like... What are you going to do to me, Daddy? Oh, God. My headphones are so good, too. <laughs> <laughs> so uncomfortable.
0: But my number one, because, because this was the first line I thought of when I would posed the question. Well, no, second, because I posed the question because of the tightening my belt line. Ooh. But the second line that I thought of was Storm from X-Men. Do you know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? no storm what <laughs> the same thing that happens to everything else oh okay zap would have been so much better if she had just left it off without the answer and just zapped him so that's my
1: five excellent
0: and i'm i'm pleasant i'm pleasantly surprised i thought we were going to end up with with several of the same ones we only had a little bit of crossover
2: yeah yeah some of some of the ones that just made it outside of my list crossed over with Jimmy's. Although I don't think anyone mentioned the happening, which is terrible on its own. But the the guy that goes on a know, tangent about yeah, hot
1: dogs—no,
2: that movie is so bad I didn't want to accidentally make anyone watch it. But anyway, I think that takes us out of our episode here. Uh, thank you for listening and thank you you for joining us thank you patrons for uh, for supporting the show yeah and for not answering the not writing it should have been the most fun question so maybe they'll maybe this might sound this might end up sounding weird if they send some late we might get some late ones so if there are some late ones maybe they'll end up at the end of the show or or
1: maybe we'll get some new people in who want to interact with us um you know
2: uh, particularly our patron of Unusual Size, Alec, thank you again. Uh, and what we're talking about with the patrons, we have a Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com slash me $5 a month gives support to the show. It helps us do what we do, and it gets you a bunch of cool things like the opportunity to talk to us and review movies and tell us what to review and do top five lists, all of that stuff. So check us out, patreon.com slash me 5 podcast uh, You can contact us or check us out on Twitter and Instagram, gimme5pod. You can email us, give me 5 podcast at gmail.com. And the thing that you can do that helps us the most is leave us a review on iTunes or whatever podcast app you are using. We are now on Amazon Music. We're on Spotify. We're on a bunch of things. So Check us out. And if you are interested in wearing us on your, on person, your person. You can check yeah. it. Yes. Or on your cell phone or on your mug or anywhere else. Maybe a sticker for your car, something like that. Give me five podcasts cast.threadless.com. Yeah. So Yeah, check out that yeah.
1: Patreon if you uh, if you subscribe. I'll give you Greg's Thank you guys so much for listening. A good morning. Good afternoon. And remember, you don't piss on hospitality. I won't. I won't allow it. Things are never gonna be the same. as we actually do have a couple of late submissions this week. So here they are, as promised, at the end of the episode. I'm going to have a little bit of fun with them, because you are late. So here is a list from Adriana. Number five. Austria, huh? Well, then let's put another
2: shrimp on the bobby. That's from Dumb and Dumber. Number four. No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Also from Dumb and Dumber. My favorite on her list is number three, Hi, I'm Ricky Bobby, and if you don't chew big red gum, fuck you, from Talladega Nights.
0: Number two, from Dewey Cox, Walk Hard. I'm hot and the cold. We need more blankets, and we need less blankets. Number one, from Borat. I want to have a car and attract women with shave down below.
1: Thank you so much for your submission, Adriana. And a list from our patron of unusual size, Alec. Number five. I'm taking you
2: to the bank, the blood bank. That's Stephen Seagal in Hard to Kill. Number four. From The World is Not Enough, I Thought Christmas Comes Only Once a Year. Number three. From The Wicker Man, Not the Bees, Not the Bees, Oh Ah. And number two from X-Men, appearing on a couple of other lists. What happens to Toads that get struck by lightning? The same thing as everything else. And number one from Batman and Robin. You're not taking me to the cooler.
1: Thank you so much for your late submissions. Still there submissions, and we appreciate them so much. Have a great day. Thanks for listening.